Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. Hello there, good afternoon, and uh, welcome to Lori and Julia's show, My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We hope you have done your civic duty or plan to do so before our polls close at 8 o'clock tonight. I know Lori has. Julie, have you done this yet? Yes, yes, okay. yes, right. yes. I did mine by mail earlier. So yeah, yeah. no, Casey went for the uh, 8 o'clock run. He wanted to see how many neighbors he could run into. Who were... It was a social outing for social him at the coffee lodge. Yes, and he ran into three neighbors. <laughs> and then I went at like 9.30 and it was full of college kids. So you saw, I was wondering if you'd see my son. Yeah, it was full of college yeah. kids and busy. And the election judge, I said, has it been busy? He said, We've been very been pleased with the steady turnout since since seven a.m. and we're expecting it to be busy all the way right through the end of the day. Right. And mine we're lucky was in Minnesota because we're so it's so organized yeah, here. Yeah, it really is. There's so many places yeah. in other places. You know, it's they don't have. You know, it's we're not. Yeah, yeah. Like even California, it takes them forever to count. I know. I don't understand it. Yeah. We my place was slick, easy, mm-hmm. easy. I mean, you could sit down and fill out your ballot. They had a lot of senior citizens yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that's so nice. you could sit down. I thought that was lovely. Jeez. I mean, but it was not crowded. I went at ten thirty. Yeah, so no, we all had these different, different times. staggering uh-huh. time. But yeah, Casey came back. Oh, I saw so and so, and then I saw so and so, and saw so and so, and and then so and so was there. It's just like was there, it's the one day uh, that adults take delight in wearing their stickers. We do. Yes, it's the only time. Mm-hmm. Kids will wear stickers every day, every day of the year, and get the band aids, and get the matching band aids. That's right. So because they love wearing them so much. Well, I gotta admit, I have bought Hello Kitty band aids every time I've ever so seen them. I love them. So they're do so I. cute. They're beyond cute. Yeah. They are. They make you always they're, look happy. Yeah, they really do. They just have a way of doing that. <laughs> oh. I know. So anyway, all right. Well, we have a notable obituary today. Julia, I I know. Did you read this? Or did you? I read didn't about read it. I'm I'm curious to learn, but I feel like um, I saw it yesterday. So okay, yeah. it was in this was a story in the Hollywood Reporter. So Kitty O'Neill, you're like, who is that? Well, you don't know who she is, but she was a first of many things. But first of all, she was a deaf Hollywood stunt woman. She was a daredevil. For real, mm-hmm. in her real life, just outside of being a stunt woman and a protege of Hell Needham, okay, who I'll get it to what he did later with the I'm racing. not going to ask questions. Yeah, but she doubled for Linda Carter. She was Linda oh, Carter's... Wonder Woman. I'm um, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and she set a land speed record as the fastest woman driver ever. How fast? 572 
512 miles an hour. Uh, That's un. Yeah, she did that on December 6, 1976. In a car? In a car. It was a hydrogen peroxide fuel three-wheeled machine on a fifth-eighth mile straightaway in the Elvore Desert in Oregon. She shattered the land speed record still holds, and the average speed was 512 Mm. miles an hour. That is fast. That is fast. She was five foot two and 97 pounds. She did stunt woman work on airport. 75 and 77. <laughs> okay. Which one of them was filmed here? Mm-hmm. Damien. Damien, you know, she uh, was the lady six, who six, fell six. over the balcony. You know, think of oh, all the stuff yeah, sure. that happened in that movie, yeah. Lee Remick. The Lee Re- she was double for Lee Remick who fell, fell over this balcony. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So she did that. She did the Blues Brothers. She was a stunt woman. And uh, Hal Needham, who directed Smokey and the Bandit, she was Sally Field's oh, stunt woman. Oh, got it, yes. And she accomplished her most famous in We're Hollywood. We're talking about Julie Sullivan. No, Kitty O'Neill. Oh, Kitty, Kitty O'Neill. O'Neil. I don't know why I got Julie Sullivan. Uh, Helen Keller. You've been <laughs> um, off in another world of your own. The, Apparently. Well, you know, it's the Mercury's in retrograde. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Julie but, Sullivan. <laughs> not even close. Yeah, I, know. I know. I know. <laughs> Kitty O'Neill, she, her most famous <laughs> Hollywood stunt in 1979, she was dressed as Wonder Woman. She plunged headfirst 127 feet from the top of the Valley Hilton in Sherman Oaks and to an inflatable airbag <gasps> set up on the hotel's pool deck. <gasps> she told the Washington Post two years later, if I hadn't hit the center of the bag, I probably would have been killed. Wow. I mean, to even what do that. What year was that? 1976. It seems so unsafe. excuse me. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. Think of some of the stunts, you know, that Wonder Woman, and that was one of the things for that show in the 70s. It was really, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't oh, yeah. special effects. It was like, you know, they employed probably just a ton. Of, but she had a mean lasso toss. Yeah, where well, she was set on fire during her career. She was the first woman to pull off a cannon-fired car roll in which an explosive charge under the car makes it rise up and tumble over and over. And um, she, in her off-Hollywood life, she raced boats, dune buggies, motorcycles. She was a champion three-meter and platform driver. She had her own Mm -hmm. Barbie doll in the late 70s, and Stockard Channing portrayed her in a 19... 79 CBS movie of the week, Julia, called Silent Victory, the Kitty O'Neill story, because her dad was an oil man. Her mom was a full-blood Cherokee Native American Uh who was a speech therapist. And when Kitty was two, she got measles and smallpox. Or smallpox. Smallpox. She Mm -hmm. lost her hearing. And her mom made her learn how to read lips. Interesting. That's where the Julie Sullivan came by. Yeah, 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 yeah. See where I Do you see where they yeah. get that? And mm-hmm. anyway, she, um, in the 70s, she joined this Hell Needham, the director of Smoking the Bandit, his racing team. And he's the one who trained her to become a stunt woman. Wow. And she was the first woman to join Stunts Unlimited, an elite group of performers co founded by Hell uh, Needham. And there are fewer than 40 members. In 1976, and if you just remember, just a couple of years ago, the this SAG Awards started, started honoring 
uh, best male and female yeah, stunt, stunt person. Ca- it's the first cast. time ever. Yeah, ever. because yeah. so much, so many of these things. She yeah, set a wow. water skiing record. She went 105 miles <laughs> an hour behind a boat. Oh that is God. so fast. That would hurt so oh. bad to fall. Yeah, she well, she didn't fall. She once drove a boat 275 miles. And when she retired from the business of all these things in 1982, she had two dozen speed records on land and water. And in an interview just three years ago, she said, I'm just not afraid of anything. It just do it. It's good when you finish. She always regretted not being able to top the male driver at Bonneville Salt Flats in That's Utah. That's why I was wondering if, the, yeah. He's got the record of mm-hmm. 630 miles an hour, and she never got to do that. Um, she thought she she could, but um, she wanted to do 776 That's... where she would break the sonic barrier. Yeah, sound barrier. Wow. Sound barrier, but she, she never got to do it. How she old got, was she when she passed? She was just 72. She had no children, no survivors. Um, she was romantically involved with Hal Needham and another long-time relationship with another stuntman, but she uh, she never married either one of them. So hmm. anyway, Kitty O'Neill. Cool story. Yeah, cool. Oh, Ooh. very cool. Very, yeah, good to know her. All right, listen, we come back. Plot twist. A sexy man was actually named Sexiest Man Alive. It's our story we can't get enough of. <laughs> breaking, breaking news, everybody. Plot twist. An actual sexy man was was actually named as people's sexiest man alive. It's been so long since we've agreed with this, Julia. At least two years that... It's just, ladies and gentlemen, Sexiest Man Alive, Idris Elba, someone who is unquestionably sexy. Most women want to bang him, and most guys want to be him, and America wants him to be James Bond. That was our... Um, <laughs> I like that. That you was, like that? don't you remember, our uh-huh. our Body Perks marketing line? Yeah. Men want them, women... Love MV- them, yeah. Men envy, whatever, it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, something Same like thing. that. Yeah. And also... Uh, Idris Elba is the kind of sexy man that he doesn't care if you're gay, straight, no. trans, whatever. He welcomes, he knows that, you know, he can't help it. He's given the sexy vibe to everybody. Mm-hmm. He's an equal opportunity sex sexy vibe man. I We first met him so glad. on such The a Wire. Good choice. Oh, yes, we did. On The Wire. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, then he became in Marvel's, uh, he was part of Marvel's Thor franchise. Mm. He's 46 years old. He's only the third man of color, which yeah. just is unbelievable. Tell oh us my. the other two to catch up. Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington and, and Chadwick Boseman. No. I don't even know. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne oh, Johnson, that's right. Well, next year, I'm all for Chadwick okay. Boseman taking that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he has been... Yeah, that is where the wire. Yeah, where kind of people first met Casey him. Casey was just like, "Oh God, I love that guy." Yeah, yeah, he's so good. Plus, he's British. Usually, the sexiest man alive are people they try and pick Americans. Yeah, by and, and large. And he was raised in London. Obviously, yep. he's British, and he mm. he was a big jock. So he played. They call it first string, but let's just say varsity. Yeah, football, basketball, mm-hmm. cricket, hockey, rugby, and he also is a DJ. So he was DJing music kind of before this stuff kicked off for him. Yeah, the acting kicked off for him. Yeah, that's Um, how he was paying the bills. DJing in Ibiza, kickboxing in Thailand, designing. Now he has his own clothing line. He just got married. He hasn't been 
Yeah, he got married to a girl, 29, Sabrina, who he proposed to in February. And I didn't th- are they married, though, or are they still well, engaged? Well, here's how they said it. Okay, how's um, people describing it? Well, this is how they, not to mention, oh, planning his wedding to his yes, fiance. That's what I yeah, 29. A model mm-hmm. who he proposed to in February, but he says um, the happiest moment of his life is very easy to pick. It's being witness to the birth of my children. This cover is so, and he's got a sexy sweater on and then a, a white tank. <laughs> Let me just so, tell you what he thinks is sexy, honey. Okay, but remember when we saw him at the yeah. SAG Awards mm-hmm. and we just were, and All he of course him. knew Tanya Hart and came mm-hmm. over and said hello and we were just, our jaws were, <laughs> our sure. mouths were just hanging open. Yeah, he's right. beautiful. Yeah. He's, He's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, he really is. He is, but what here's he what he finds. Sexy? He says, um, what is sexy or making a connection? He says it's eye contact and empathy. You know, sort of reading someone's vibe. Oh, I feel I you, love, Idris. I feel you. That is spoken. He says, I love oh. being confident, but mm. I also know when to rein it in and just stay humble and grounded. Mm. He, he lives with few choice. regrets. Life isn't about thinking about what you should have done. He's currently shooting the Fast and the Fur- Furious spinoff Hobbs and Shaw yeah. with the people that no one longer want to work with. Vin Diesel. Yeah. Remember the, all the fights yeah, that happened? Right. And um, he's doing that with Dwayne Johnson because remember Dwayne Johnson and right. Vin Diesel got in the big got fight. Got in the big fight. Yeah. And remember, Sexiest Man Alive has to participate. We repeat this every year. They have to give an, an interview. They have to give an interview. A photo shoot is required. The exclusive interview, which is why Ryan Rosling, for example, and probably Leonardo DiCaprio back in the day have never held the sexiest man alive for whatever reason. Their publicists, their people will not okay it. They don't want it. They don't want to lube up their pecs and pose on a bed or stand Honest next to a truck. To I, maybe Jake Gyllenhaal. He's maybe refused to because he certainly could have been a contender any number of years. For some actors, the sexiest man alive ritual is beneath them and they take themselves too seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like Charlie Hunnam. Hello, during Sons of Anarchy, that would have been a perfect time. This is not a problem for Idris. Oh, no, not His at all. His charisma neutralizes the cheesiness of the title. You know? Mm-hmm. It will not be embarrassing the way he wears the crown and hopefully his ball sash. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, if, if, no I would like to see if you're no. paying attention. Because <laughs> Julia's off it. in La La Land and they yeah, have no. a video oh, yeah. okay. today. No, so I would, I really challenge you people. I double dog dare you to go to our Instagram account or Twitter, Lori and Julia yeah. or Lori and Julia. Yeah. <laughs> it's really uh, okay. clever. Yeah. Yeah. But if you mm-hmm. go to go to our Twitter I'll and, even retweet it. And and Lori um to make we, sure people we already see it. tweeted it, Lori, but if you want to retweet it. it. <laughs> but Lori's gonna retweet what we already tweeted because she thinks if it came from me, it didn't come from her. Right, exactly. So it's Lori showing off her big pink balls. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I got my ball sash on. So how this all started is Alexis was doing a craft mm-hmm. and she was trying to make a heart. Yeah. And it doesn't look like a heart. It looks like a pair of man balls in pink um, netting. They look like the string. balls I've always imagined I've had. And that's what Lori <laughs> says. Finally. Wait, I'm going to play it. Hold on. Because this is so classic, Donnie. Yeah. Oh, no. It's so classic. Donnie, you Lori. ran away. Okay, here we go. Okay. All right, just hold on. Oh, okay. No. The balls that everyone knows I already have, I usually keep them hidden, though. But that decided, you know, in honor of voting today, I'd show my big pink balls. <laughs> That's that BG energy. Did yeah. that come across? Oh, yeah, yeah. We oh, got and combing my hair with a fork. Oh, which yeah. Jason saw me today, and he goes, I can't believe you're combing your hair with a fork. And I go, and you know what? I'm going to eat my salad with it later. No! <laughs> Forks are good in a pinch. <laughs> oh, a fork is the best tease. It's because it's a really, plastic yeah. fork. I hope we never get rid of those. Well... It's, How my, are we it's gonna, my primary I, comb. No, I know. I've been looking around. You know. I don't ever Did care. you just say, hope we don't get rid of forks? Yeah, plastic no, plastic forks. Oh, plastic because forks. I've been thinking that way, Lori, because I think of everything that comes in plastic. Yeah. Your yogurt containers, your milk containers, you, the yeah, container, I know, everything. I know. I know. You can recycle, but I mean, I just, you got to recycle. You don't recycle a yogurt container, though. You can recycle yogurt containers if they have that, that diamond oh, on the back. if they have like the diamond Lusa, on the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gives you a number. And if you... Here's okay. Here's I know it's like seems so silly, but ever since my girlfriend Teresa Kohler told me about this like ten years ago, anytime I buy like Gatorade or anything that comes in the 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 ring pack when oh, you yeah, hold with, it yeah, with all the holes, the, the yeah, plastic, the plastic holding. Okay, you have to cut that up into smaller pieces. Yes, you can't let anything be a ring because fish, fish things get stuck, get, in, get stuck in it. Yeah. You have to cut it up. Birds get stuck up in yeah. it. Ever since she scared me and showed me a picture on that, I Casey, I try not to let him catch me doing it because I just, you know, he'll go, what the hell are you doing? Oh, yeah, but you're saving. But I'm just cutting cutting yeah. it up. Yeah. So that's you like know, my weird, I, my, my weird uh, global, you know, warming thing i'm trying to or not i'm just trying to help not not buying them you're just cutting them off well i hardly ever buy it but like if i like if it's a if there's a we're having a party or if i like this weekend the girl was home her fiance was home there was drinking going on i felt that gatorade might be welcome in the Yes. You know what I mean. You it is a welcome Pedialyte. Yeah, yeah there It's a hangover thing. Anyway, but Idris is finally a great choice. So here's a little quiz for you two. Okay. The youngest, sexiest man and the oldest, sexiest man. Who is the youngest at age 27? Oh, let's see. Um, you love Paul him. Walker. Nope. Um, uh, my, Friday Night Light, my Friday Night Light Boy. Nope. No. Um, I don't think Taylor John, Kitsch no. has ever been. No. Uh, not Brad Pitt? Not an actor. Not an actor. No. Nope. But we love him. But you love him. Oh, you loved him, I should say. Oh, oh Paul he died. Newman? 
No. No, he was an no. actor. Oh, not Who an actor. Who died? Not an Prince. John F. Kennedy Jr. Oh, that's oh, right. Damn. I remember that. It was like 1987. 88. 88. Yeah, the oldest, by the way, Harrison Ford at 56. Yeah. Well, I thought yeah. it was going to be a Sean Connery. Yeah. The people's James Bond. All right, when we come back, people. we've got Leah Moriarty. She, big little eyes. She's got another one now. Nine oh Perfect gosh. Strangers. It's so good. So good, people. We'll be right back. Now, trend is emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? It is election day, so naturally lots of hashtags associated with voting trending today, including I voted, vote today, midterm 2018, voting matters, and midterm election 2018. So get out there and go exercise your right to vote. Also trending Super Mario Brothers, there's an animated movie based off of the video game In the Works. We don't know when that's going to be coming out yet. It's just in development. Also Ariana Grande trending. She has been named Billboard Magazine's Woman of the Year. And uh, also trending online, celebrities, they're just like us. They are showing off their I Voted stickers just like you and me. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at italk1071.com. We can go and eat, start in the lights, gather in a different place. We know that love is how all these ideas came to be. So baby, run away with me. Seventeen, and we got a dream to have a family, a house, and everything. Hey, everybody, we are calling Australia as we speak, probably, you know, waking up Lianne Moriarty or interrupting her tea or something. But um, you know her as an author of so many amazing books. We've been having her on our show for at least 10 years. We've read all of her books truly, madly, deeply. Deeply. She was on two years ago. She was in studio, but she was in studio that day. And it was the day that Angelina filed for divorce from Brad Pitt. And that's what we talked about. That's all she wanted to talk Mm -hmm. about. Not truly madly what was it was it called truly, truly Mad- madly guilty guilty yeah and but we've loved her i mean since the um, husband's secret of course big little lies what alice forgot oh we love that one. we've read all of her books and um of course she people used- know big little lies because then reese witherspoon optioned it and now big little lies there's a second version coming out and her book and the back of her book nine perfect strangers which we both read little dedication mm-hmm. to nicole because Kevin. Nicole already optioned it. Yeah. She used to write um, young adult yeah. and children's books. So this is her eighth adult novel. And it, Lori, you just said it just came out today. It um, just came out today, yeah. It, it's so good. It, yeah, it was It's so really good. good. So while we're waiting for her. Well, just the phone thing. But I was looking at, you know, we were talking about that people got, you know, they that, you know, Newsler plot, plot twist, the sexy man was actually named Sexiest Man Alive. Mm-hmm. And Donnie posted the 29... Of some of the sexiest photos ever. From the sexiest men alive. Over the years. Yes. And it's everything that you want it to be and more. The one of um, John F. Kennedy Jr. in 1988. I remember. When men still wore short shorts. Yes, the red. Is it the red short board shorts? Uh, It's a black and white photo. Oh, gosh. But it's just, it's fantastic. So Uh, go look at that. If you need something joyful today. Yeah. Just a little love for your eyes. Yeah, love for your eyes is exactly. That's what we're going to call it. Love for your eyes. Denzel shirtless with his pecs lubed up. Young Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt when he 
he had Gwyneth Paltrow's short when they had matching pixies? And the first one was Mel Gibson in the photo of him. He's hot. Oh, remember the bounty? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Richard Gere around the time of... Um, uh, uh, American Gigolo. and a gentleman, or yeah, the Gigolo. And uh, uh, Mark Harmon with yes. his hairy, hairy chest. Harry Hamlin. Oh, wow. John. Uh, Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, show us your ga- gadgets, Bond. Okay, so let me just tell you a cute little thing. Okay. So when Leanne comes on with us, you know, they had finished filming. And on- Nick Nolte. If you never believed oh. that Nick Nolte was hot, there was a day, Rich Man, Poor Man, I 1992. Get, yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, okay. these are good. Yeah, these are is, good photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. So take a look at the at that. There's a little bit of a telephone problem at the hotel okay. at which she is staying in uh, so Rhode Island, I believe. So no, they're gonna get her to call me. Okay, okay. Fine. all right. We'll so sit tight, guys. Yeah, so we while we're waiting, totally I just want tight. you to know that uh, they wrapped up filming Big Little Lies too. Mm-hmm. And she had only written the book for one, and they asked her. I mean, it was popular, didn't demand. Everyone wanted more, so she wrote a fifty thousand word novella to take the story forward. And um, but she had no interest in writing the screenplay at all. Right. So um, she didn't write the screenplay for Big Little Lies. She just no. optioned it to read yes, with, his, with yes. the book. And her sister suggested she write a character in the new Big Little Lies two part. Um, for her favorite actor, Meryl Streep. Oh, I love it. And she did. So just for fun, she found out what Meryl Streep's middle name was, mm-hmm. and she learned it was Louise. Louise, because um, Cher always calls Meryl Mary Louise. That's right. You're right. And so... <laughs> when they were doing the, yeah. the, uh, the Mamma Mia thing, she would put her... Because I just love this Mary Louise, because they've been they, friends They were in Silkwood, Silkwood mm-hmm. yes, together all those years ago. Yeah. And so she wrote in the character Mary Louise. And they got, and she told the publisher, I want, or whoever, the producers, she had a role for Meryl Streep, barely believing her own audacity to say, you know, I would, I've written a part for Meryl Streep. And um, they say back to her, you've become so Hollywood. Get me Meryl. It's brilliant. I know it. It's so So good. She sold more than 14 million books globally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, She's a New York Times bestselling author. And I think really we've had her on. I think starting with like maybe her second or third book and then every book since, because she's talking to us on the day her book comes out. She remembers us. I know she does. Yeah. But she, I'm sorry that the phone doesn't work. Well, a, a couple more things that are. These things happen, Julia. Oh, Technology is not always easy when you're going underwater. Lori. <laughs> and bouncing off satellites. Lori, unbelievable. <laughs> okay unbelievable well that's how it goes you know they did on donna and steve's show this morning uh Uh, they had people call in who'd you vote for donna or steve yeah um why would they do that well just it was funny actually yeah it was really funny Mm -hmm. just to make fun of you know what's your platform Steve, of course. Oh, of course. He's a triple He's threat. on TV. He's yeah. on TV. He's TV got a, people always have an edge. He's, his hair is better. <laughs> right. You know, he the, had the, the pecs, biceps. The packs last week. He the was with the freckles, Thunder Down Under. The light freckles. Yeah. Donna, we're with you, sister. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. He can't win. So what are you doing tonight for election night? Well, you know, Casey took like a three, maybe a four week break from politics. He stopped watching Morning Joe. Mm-hmm. He kept watching. He likes Nicole Wallace's show. She's so reasonable. She's so, She's so good. That was the only one I watched, but he quit, quit, quit watching everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I think everyone needed to take a break. 
but he, yeah, he isn't going to weigh as much as I have. He doesn't know how to do it like I do. Like I'll take a little bit more, a little enforced things. Yeah. Um. And so anyway, but the last like couple of weeks, so he's going to want to watch election mm-hmm. stuff. It was kind of funny this morning on Good Morning America. They were showing how they've got all this enhanced visuals, this 3D way of showing how the votes are coming in. And it's kind of funny to watch. It's like a Super Bowl for the networks, kind of. Yeah. So all the different hype and all the different things they're doing around it and how they're going to be better than the NBC or ABC or CBS are going to be better. And I was out of town two years ago for the presidential election. So I wasn't here for any of that. And so, you know, I... Otherwise, we would have like watched all of that, even though we did, you know, watch it, sure. you know, down there and everything. And um, but yeah, so I think he'll 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 wanna he's gonna wanna watch yeah. that. He's gonna it's like it's like a soap opera. You it know, is, well, it's kind it's, of the way the and, way everything is going. And you know, Jimmy Kimmel did an interesting thing last night on the it. beginning of his show about he goes. Oh, everyone says we're so divided, and then he did this, and he did a screen grab of you know. The, 70% of people are for health. No, it was like just taking all the big issues. The big issues. Health care, you know, border patrol, you know, control or whatever, immigration. and Yeah, that and, we're closer than, yeah. I really liked that. I liked, I found that to be comforting. everyone feels like there's this huge divide, but there really isn't. No. It's just a lot of rhetoric and stuff. But anyway, I just think. Well, the, rhetoric and the words matter. Right, and it right. is definitely ratcheted things up and stuff. But it just, I don't know. I, I don't. I thought it was comforting too, Laurie. Yeah I, yeah. I really appreciated that Jimmy Kim. I mean, all the late night guys have got all their different, you know. Views and everything. Takes mm-hmm. on it and kind of, kind of funny. Stephen Colbert had Amy Klobuchar on and she's so good. And Julia, I think you. I did. Your fortune teller, when you said, like two months ago, she could be the first female president. I think I think she will be. She's so good. She'll be in the mix for 2020. I think she will be. If she wants to run. Yeah, Yeah. I have no idea. And she doesn't say, but, you know, the fact that she's been a prosecutor, you know, I mean, she's kind of got all these things that usually, you know. The box is checked. The boxes are checked as far as, like, knowing uh this all the stuff that you know that can be involved because she's a lawyer and, yeah. you know and the constitution yeah. i mean there's a lot of uh, stuff like that so anyway she was a good she was a good guest last night and um yeah they're just who else was who was on james corden you saw somebody uh, oh, cute that cute guy um Think? I, yeah i can't tell you i'm not gonna tell you right now because you can't because remember. I'm looking at John Stamos was on with Busy Phillips. I took a picture of him and I tweeted at him again. Lord, you give good couch and we love you on like you on Lifetime TV. And uh, he didn't quote tweet me, Julia, but who's ever running his arm of his Twitter operation liked it. Oh, Laurie, Laurie. So I is... got like a John Stamos Twitter crush happening. I've got to just calm myself and pull back. That was the first thing you said to me when yeah. I came into work today. Julie, Julie, look at look at this. Look at this. It's so exciting. John Stamos. No, really, he likes us. He likes me. <laughs> but he good. might like you but too. Don't you like him on you? You know the season finale oh. is this Sunday night. I didn't watch last week's yet. It was good. Well, yes, it's because you didn't read the book. No, I, but I bet Lyanne Moriarty, who we're waiting for, I bet she has read uh, Carolyn Kepnes. You know, oh sure. Anyway, I I don't know. I always think the good novelists all know each other, but that book, the ending of that book, just makes you go, "Wow!" Is this you just going to be one season? Do you think it's just one novel? 
Okay. So, Do, it but does it like, feel like they're going through it at the same pace? Like it will have an ending? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could. I guess they could uh, draw it out. But just like you know, Big Little Eyes, right. they did the season. You know, the book and sure. that thing. You know, Carolyn Kepnes, then she is involved with Lifetime. She could write. There could be another, another one. There could be. I know. Yeah. Let's take All a right, break. guys. Yeah, let's, let's take a break. Okay. We finally have uh, Lyanne on the phone. We'll All take right. a break Beautiful. and then finish up the hour with her. Okay, okay. Listen, We'll be right back. We're going to talk with uh, Lyanne Moriarty about her uh, book, Nine Perfect Strangers. And, of course, she's the author of Big Little Eyes and been one of our favorite authors for the last 10 years. We'll be- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Already is with us with her new book, Nine Perfect Strangers. How are you, Lianne? Hi, Lianne. Hello, I'm very well. It's actually Lianne. I know, we never say it right. We never say your name right, no matter how many times we've had you on our show, which I think goes back to what Alice forgot. Yeah, we'll we'll get it. We'll keep going until we're all old ladies. We'll get get Leanne one day. (laughs) Leanne, you know what? The last time you were here for Truly Madly Guilty, guilty, you were in studio, and we loved that book, and it was the day Brad and Angelina. I was about to say it was that day. (laughs) I know, I remember. I'm hoping they'll get back together now. They both seem a bit sad. They, they do. They, they're, they're not divorced yet, for crying out no, loud. No, no, no. I, I think, yeah, I think it's time to just get back together. Patch it all up. Patch it so. all up. But, but Leanne, that was before, you know, when we had you on for Truly Madly Guilty, Big Little Lies, you know, the miniseries hadn't happened yet. And yeah. what has this been like for you? Because we have been fans I don't know how many times we've had you on almost for all of your books. We yeah. we love how you write about women. We are huge fans of your books. But how has this been having all this attention? <laughs> um, well, it just I, it just means I guess it's more likely that when uh, people say, what do you do? And I say, I'm an author. And then there's always this awkward question they ask they say should I know you right um where for many years I would have to say well probably not but now I can at least say (laughs) mention the HBO series and of course um more people are likely to know that even if they're not readers um, they they recognize big little lies oh it was so brilliant it It was was so so brilliant it was so good well the new novel it's your eighth adult novel nine perfect strangers so so good Thank you. And, Thank you so much. And Lori read it, and I listened to it. Um, oh, you do? Yeah. On audio, the gal that you always have do your stuff, and it, she just was brilliant, by the way. Yeah, everybody loves her. I yeah. know. So, Caroline. Caroline, so, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm she really, was, really grateful to her. She was so good. So, why don't you give us the setup for the book, Nine Perfect Strangers? Okay, well, it's about uh, Frances Welty, who's... Um, Formerly best-selling romantic novelist. Mm-hmm. She's um, in a bad way at the moment because she has a broken heart 
uh, a bad back, um, suffering from a career setback, and she's got a terrible paper cut. Um, and she, <laughs> she signs up to do a 10-day uh, total mind and body transformation retreat at a remote uh, health resort. And she's joined by eight other guests. So there are nine perfect strangers together who sign up for it. Um, and they're assuming it's going to be hot stone massages and, you know, a little bit of mindfulness and meditation, but it turns out to be a rather different experience than what they thought they'd signed up for. Yeah, and, it was very much a, you know, a psychological thriller in a way with the woman who runs the Tranquilium House. Yes. yes. How do you yes, say I your like name? That. Well, um, to... To drop a Hollywood name, if you will allow me to. Yes. Um, I, when I was writing the book, I was saying in my very flat Australian accent, I was calling her Masha. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Nicole Kidman, who has already bought the rights and who will hopefully play this role, she corrected my pronunciation with a beautiful Russian accent and said, no, no, it would be Masha. Masha. Okay, so, this is so yeah. funny. Leanne, because we were just having an argument, and I just I, told you it's Masha because it's um, Russian. And, and yes, I said, "Yes, I know." Right, and exactly. I, yes. but I listened to the lady read the book to me, you know, Caroline, and I'm like, I, "It's Masha." No, what did Caroline not say? I she Caroline said it right. She totally <laughs> said it right. But we were just arguing so, about this. So Nicole Kidman <laughs> is going to play Masha. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Brilliant. Yes, perfect. See, she was. She was reported in the beginning that she would play Francis, but mm-hmm. um, oh no, but no, no, I agree, no, mm-hmm. no, she's she's perfect for this six foot tall. Yes. Yeah, and and she maybe character. she wants to be maybe let Francis be played by her friend Naomi Watts. Well, you never know. Who knows who it could be? That's right. Are you okay? So your book just came out today, mm-hmm. and you know you've been interviewed by the Guardian. You're in the New York Post. You're in the New York Times. Times. You were on CBS this morning. Good Morning America said today is is Le- Leanne Moriarty Day. Um, I'm, I mean, like, are you exhausted? or Are you okay? I'm, I'm okay. Um, no, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited, and I'm going out. Tonight to my first event, so I get to meet um, the readers, which even though it's especially lovely talking to you, but it is really lovely uh, meeting my readers. So that's sort of, I don't know, that that's what makes it all worthwhile, All because it's a long flight from Sydney. Yes. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Are you coming to Minnesota yeah. anytime on this book tour? I don't think I am. I think I'm not. Sorry. Yeah, no, not that's okay. This, not this not this time. All yeah. right. Um, you know, Leanne, we're talking to Leanne about her book, um, Nine Perfect Strangers. And we've, I mean, we can recommend all of her books, The Husband's Secret, Truly Madly Guilty, What Alice Forgot. I mean, The Last Anniversary, we love your books. But I have to say about Nine Perfect Strangers, one of the things that really touched me with, with three of the strangers that are at this retreat, you know, finding... You know, tranquility. wellness, tranquility. Mm. But you were so, as, as a person who, in my family, we have, you know, not one, but two suicides. And it's thank contagious. You. As so you, sorry. Thank you. But the way, I don't know, the way you wrote about the family yep. and the sister that- and how everybody felt, I thought was one of the most uh, poignant, real um 
fictional things I'd ever read that captures how you feel when someone takes their life in your family. Oh, thank it, you. It was thank really you good. Thank you so much. That means, that means a lot to me, to, especially to hear from somebody who's been, been touched by this because it's such a, it's such a terror for me when I'm writing about that, about any form of tragedy or, or loss, um, you know, that I'll get it right. And I, I remember when The Husband's Secret came out and I had some readers who'd written to me who so um, in The Husband's Secret there's a, a mother who's grieving the loss of her daughter who was um, murdered mm-hmm. and um, I had some mothers who wrote to me who'd lost their daughters in the same way saying how did you know and how did you get it right and um, and in a way I was sort of horrified because I've written a book of fiction right. you know which is their their reality and as you say your reality so it 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 gets me upset and distressed so I'm, um so I thank you so well, much you do some, pleased you, that I got you it did, right. you did research I mean I could tell you oh, you yes, say it in the back of your book right. you talked to people you read because you really I don't know I, I felt like you were could have been speaking for anybody in my family with some of the thoughts that were that mm-hmm. was coming out around that that topic of 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 the boys. So, right. and I'm yes, not giving yes. anything big away, but right. I just wanted to let you know that yes, that was very yes. touching. No, oh, that that means a lot to me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then I, on the other hand, the catfishing, the humility and all that, that was just so poignant, too. I mean, you're going to hear probably from people out on the road about uh, there's that. There's been so, so many women who've been catfished. And I suppose oh, yes, guys. Yes, yes, yes. The stories I've read about, um, uh, yeah, I was inspired by that by a newspaper article by highly intelligent, professional, um, you know, well-off women who've uh, got them caught in these, um, well, who have been selected, I shouldn't say yeah, them, right. caught, that's making them right. sound like the victims, right. um, uh, as if they're somehow complicit, but um, yeah, just amazing how clever these um, these scams have become, I, could, I had no idea. Yeah, we talked about it the other day, it's just unbelievable, the levels yeah. people go to. Alright, so we have to ask you something, I know you have to go, we always yeah. have to ask everybody, what is the last great book that you've read? Uh, well, right now I'm halfway through Station Eleven. Um, have you read that? I'm looking for where I just it, when I got to the hotel room I jumped in the bath. Um, Laura, so you into the is bathroom. that an older book? <laughs> it's been out for a while. It's quite it's quite well known. Yes. It was a national bestseller. Emily St John yes. Mandel. Yes. I'm, I'm, I wonder if it's St John. Anyway, Emily St John Mandel or St John Man- Mandel, something like that. Um, and you like and it? I love it. Okay, okay. it's a science f- fiction novel. Oh, yeah. Leanne, Lorian, Lyon, just call us Lo J. It's, it, it's congratulations on everything and keep writing. We just love, love, love your books. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, thank you. Thank, so you. thank you. Nine Perfect Strangers. We have a couple copies to give away. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. This is just a delicious read. All right.